G'day everybody, welcome to the Community Is Our Middle Name podcast. My name is Gareth Oliver, thank you for joining me again on another episode of our little show. Uh, I reckon we're up to about number 61 now in episodes of this podcast, which is fantastic. It's been going for over two years and we've had nearly 4,000 downloads, which is just incredible. I'm talking this week with Carly Gooden, and I, Carly actually has two roles here with GCH, as you'll hear in the podcast, but I'm talking with her in her role as a chronic disease conditions case manager or working for lifestyle options, which is much less of a mouthful. Uh, Carly's part of a, uh, a team there, along with uh, Crystal, one of our old nurses, that's involved in a walking group that happens in stall every week, and we talk with Carly a little bit about why it's so important, not just physically, but also for the social side of things, especially for some of the older people in our community for whom this is a, uh, a fantastic way to get out and and meet other people. And also some of the work that uh, they do with the local neighbourhood house up there in Stall as well around the walking group. So this is the Community Is A Middle Name podcast brought to you by GCH, Grampians Community Health. And we are, of course, here for you, your family and our community. <laughs> I'm joined this week on the Community Is A Middle Name podcast by Carly Gooden, who is an early intervention chronic disease management case manager. Did I get that right? Yes, you did. Oh, that's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. And so we call it lifestyle options as a nice, simple one. Um, anyway. Easier to say. <laughs> well, thanks for, anyway, thanks for, for being here, Carly. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to call you by your full title again, but yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Um, so Carly, let's, uh, let's start off before we get into what we're going to talk about, which is a bit about, uh, some of your role in lifestyle options, um, and, and a few of the other things that you do around GCH. Um, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about, um, what you did before you coming to GCH? Um, so predominantly the majority of my career, I was actually a hairdresser and a um, hairdressing educator, um, trained apprentices and young staff. Uh, I did that for 27 years and then I had a slight career change and went to banking for a little while. So they closed the courses at the uni in um, in Horsham and so I found that I wasn't as passionate about just straight hairdressing. Um, so after that I had a little bit of a career change and went into banking for a couple of years, found that that wasn't really my my thing and then I was lucky enough to work at Access Employment for four and a half years delivering a program called Parents Next which uh, helped parents through um, any of style things to get them towards employment um, and that was a great step into coming to Grampians Community Health where I joined Grampians Community Health in December last year uh, as a Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies practitioner originally. And you still do that, don't you? I do. That's um, that's probably my main role. I do that um, three days a week, one week and four days a week the other week. So alternate. Well, before we get into what we're going to talk about today, um, and if anyone wants to hear a bit more about Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies, I reckon episode five, maybe, or six? Eight, I reckon it was. Episode eight. Thanks, Carly. I've, <laughs> 
Um, I've done over 60 of these. Um, <laughs> we did speak to, to Monica, who used to do Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies, about the role. But do you want to talk a little bit about what you do in that role, just briefly, just um, in case anyone's missed that episode and just wants a quick catch-up? Yeah, so Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies um, predominantly is supporting a pregnant uh, person through their pregnancy to about four to six weeks post-delivery. Um they can be self-referred or they can come in through maternity services. Um, some people come in through child protection. Some people come in through, um, yeah, alcohol and other drugs, or they may be working with another um, worker in GCH. So there's quite a few referral pathways. And basically, we just support um, the, the pregnant mum with any parenting or anything towards their birth and delivery and uh, linking them in with services uh, once their bubby is born. So you had that background in your previous role working with, with young young families. Yep. Um, and you, you came to GCH and you did that, and you're still doing that with Healthy Mums, Healthy Babies. Um, how did you get into the, to the, um, to this new gig uh, as the Early Intervention Chronic Disease Management Case Manager? <laughs> well, funnily enough, I did a four-month project, the Cancer Council Project, to raise awareness of um, cancer screening across the Ararat region as they had very high cancer incidences and very low screening. So I was lucky enough to do, um, yeah, that four-month project working under uh, Jack Smith, my former um, program leader and working with community health nurse um, uh, Katie um, and that sort of stepped me into this role then came up when that one finished so I was looking for some more hours my healthy mums healthy bubs was a fairly um, was only a two day a week role um, and then this one came up which was an opportunity to work out of the stall office I'm predominantly based in the Horsham office um, and I just found it was something new that I could um, yeah get my teeth into I guess um, and we did speak to Katie on the podcast as well um, yeah. around that, that project. And I think I, I might have done a little bit of work with you on that too from memory. Yeah, yep. I do so much, Carly. I just yeah. – <laughs> I know. We've, we've crossed paths in a few different um, – in a few different forms in this um, – this organisation, haven't we, Gareth? <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, and considering you're based in Horsham and I'm, I'm based in Arrow, it's, uh, it's crazy. Um, <laughs> so so with, with your – your secondary gig now, the one that we're here to talk about today, the lifestyle yep. options. Um, can you tell us a little bit, little bit about what that is and what your role is with that? Yeah, so um, the history of the Lifestyle Options Program, uh, basically research shows that social connectedness, meaningful activity and appropriate exercise can assist in the management of chronic disease. Um, a chronic illness is a long ter- is long-term and can be stressful and may change the way a person lives, sees themselves and how they relate to others. So the Lifestyle Options uh, Coordinator or Case Manager like myself supports people who have a newly diagnosed um, chronic illness to access community-based groups which provide physical and social opportunities. Okay, and so what sort of illnesses, you know, and obviously you don't need to name names or anything like that of people, but what sort of stuff have you seen since you've been doing this role? Um, to be honest, Gareth, there's, uh, there's quite a high incidence. We've been really, really lucky to have a lot of referrals come from the um, the hospital here. So they've been doing like from the pulmonary rehab group. So a lot of them have had pulmonary illnesses. Um, but Look, there's lots. There's anything from heart disease, stroke, uh, different cancers, depression, type 2 diabetes, arthritis, um, osteoporosis, asthma, um, COPD, which is chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, um, kidney disease, like lots of different things. And to be honest with you, it's not primarily what I ask people <laughs> why they're coming along. So, um, yeah, I sort of uh, um, currently 
running a walking group where a lot of people are coming along and um, that's their connectedness and getting uh, into things. So um, we generally have a little bit of a chat around there, that what's going on for them and if they, they would like referrals to other things as well. Do you work much with our movement sort of nurse? I uh, haven't do- as yet, no, um, but I'm aware of Jeff. I've worked, I worked with Jeff on the cancer project as well and um, happily share a little office here with him. So um, I'm quite aware of Jeff's program. Um, I also can work alongside the Take Action nurse, which um, she – slightly different programs, but she does a lot of case management around the, um, like the medical side, whereas mine would be more the lifestyle side. Yeah, catching Jeff when he's not on one of his many trips to Europe is, is sometimes hard, though. So, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think I had Jeff on an early episode of the podcast as well, talking about the movement sort of stuff. I need to go back and... and yeah, and that was a really stuff. interesting one. I did listen to that myself. That's a great podcast, too. Oh, well, thank you. Um, <laughs> so the walking group, tell us a bit about what you do there. Is it just... Uh, yeah, I know, I know so- you meet up in Seoul. Yeah. We do. We meet yeah. up at Cato Park uh, every Tuesday. Um, we meet at the Stella Young statue. I'm usually the lady standing there with some um, little boards in my hand because I ask people if they're happy to do a registration form for me. That's mainly just in case there's any illness or injuries and we need to contact um, a safe person. Um, basically, anybody can come along and we've had participants there from sort of, um, you know, 40s up to, I know we've got one one or two people in their 90s that come along wow. and have a walk, which is amazing. Um, there is no booking required, just turn up. Um, bring yourself, bring your friend. Another lady brings along her little um, grandson that she looks after at the time. He just brings his scooter and scoots around too, um, which is quite funny because sometimes Granny actually outdoes him and he gets a bit tired first. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's Everyone's a beautiful spot, isn't it, to, to go for a bit of a stroll around too? It is magnificent. And the best part about it is there's lots of seats. So anybody that does um, struggle with stability or struggles with their lungs or any, any of their illnesses, they can actually just take a seat. Everybody goes at their own pace. Um, I'm very, very lucky to be joined by Crystal Wemus, our um, our community health nurse as well. Crystal usually comes down with me and we will often split and walk with different groups and she'll have a good chat around medical type stuff and um Generally, I just have a chat. <laughs> yeah, that social stuff would be as if important as the physical side, I guess, Carly, wouldn't it? Yeah, it is probably a, about 80% of the reason that um, this program's been put together along with the Step Into Self-Care group, um, which sort of tacks on to this. Uh, it was developed at the same time with the person who used to run this group through um, Grampians Community Health. So Step Into Self-Care is a program run through the uh, Stall Neighbourhood House on the same day, on a Tuesday morning at 9am, um, and it does lots to do with the social connection. Um, it's generally an eight-week um, program approximately um, where we tackle some uh, project uh, sorry some topics like uh, understanding the importance of self-care mindfulness gratitude practices sensory activation sleep hygiene um, the benefits of developing healthy habits and social engagement we um, have been in the process of getting dietitian and also the exercise physiologist to come and have a chat to the group around gentle exercise and stuff for people that may not be able to get out and walk and do things as easily. Um, 
so that's just sort of building uh, as well as our walking group and they sort of go hand in hand. We do the step into self-care from nine and then from 10 we go for a little walk. And then some people will also grab a cuppa afterwards. There's a, a little van that parks down at the um, park and people will sometimes grab a cuppa or make arrangements to meet other people um, down the street and have a coffee as well. With that little van in it? Oh, it's fantastic. I don't really drink coffee, but I've started again. (laughs) (laughs) We we can blame milk and beans for that. Um, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) One of the things we talked about a lot on this podcast um, in the earlier days, because it started during COVID times, we talked a lot about that, the loss of uh, social interaction, especially for older people. Um, Are you seeing... Uh, in your role now with a walking group that people are just so grateful to have this opportunity to get out and socialise with other people? Yes, absolutely. And um, I just find that they, they sort of develop their own little groups that walk together. And so a couple um, might come along, like I've had lots of people coming along every week since, since we've um, sort of, re- the program's been um put back together and um, and that's a lot of what they, they really enjoy is the fact that they can get out, they can have a little stroll and a little chat and it's nice just to chat to somebody else sometimes, um, somebody they may not know so well and and, um, and just connect with, with other people, yeah, it's been really in, good. in such a nice setting as well. Yeah, it's absolutely magical down there. Look, the... Um, the council keeps Cato Park really neat and tidy too. The, the paths are pretty good too. They're, they're not too bad for, um, for mobility issues. Um, and it's always, the garden's always magnificent. It's been really lovely watching it come from, uh, winter into spring. So now we've got lots of blossoms and things and there's beautiful, um, swans and ducks and little water hens and bits and pieces there. Um, always the playground's full there too with, um, young families, lots of little kids playing around, which is lovely. Um, and with the neighbourhood house right there, they run a play group on a Tuesday morning too. So um, it's quite a busy little spot. Yeah, I've, I know we've taken our kids to the playground there a few times. Um, yep. One of the things that we always liked about it, especially when the kids were younger, is it's fenced. Yes, when it you... is. And it's it's nice and big, but it's like small enough you can still spot the kids. <laughs> yeah, and you're not as concerned about them running into the lake like we were in Ararat. Um, but yeah, that's a, and that... also it's way back off the road too. Like it's very yeah. safe from vehicles too. It's a really great spot. The toilets are right there on the park, right next to the playground too. It's actually a very well thought out um, park. It is. The next time I'm speaking to Councillor Lauren Dempsey, I'll have to give her some props on that because we've gotten off, <laughs> off topic a little bit here, um, Carly, which, which you and I tend to do and we have a bit of a chat. Uh, <laughs> um, now, you mentioned earlier that, you know, it, People can walk at their own pace, can't they? We're not expecting people to to, yep. to break Olympic records. We're not expecting to, to run the Boston Marathon. No, we, not at all. It's, it's just people to go down and have a nice leisurely stroll, a bit of exercise. Yeah, absolutely. And so some people will set themselves a little goal of going around the lake once and some people go, well, I'm going to go around three times or four times. And then sometimes you'll find that you're just chatting and you'll look at the person and go, do you want to go again? Yeah, we'll do another lap. So it's actually really nice to, to walk along with people and, or even sit. I've got, like I said, I've got a couple of clients who have got some health issues that they, um, may have breathing difficulties, et cetera. So they'll just go from seat to seat and get themselves around and, um, they're sort of competing against themselves. 
themselves. There's absolutely no, you know, you don't have to go a million miles an hour. Um, I myself have been recovering from plantar fasciitis this year, so I've actually had a really, really sore foot, and I have. It's been really good to get me back up and and active and moving again too, um, because that has, yeah, was was quite uh, a hindrance for walking and things myself. Yeah, and I think that the thing that people don't realise is that now, you know, we used to hear about you have to do, what was it, 10,000 steps a day? It was what they used to yeah, say. Yeah, yep. But now they're saying, look, 30 minutes of walking a day, and it doesn't have to be consecutive. You could do, say, 10 minutes in the morning, you know, 15 yeah. minutes walking up and down the, the street or at the supermarket, uh, as yep. long as you're active for 30 minutes a day. Um, yep. And it's, especially for the probably the people that you're working with, that this is a really good way to help them get some of that activity, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I know, um, because I've had a lot of referrals come from, from the hospital, from their pulmonary group and their other recovery groups, um, some people are just starting to build that exercise again. And, um, and so they can't just go out and start, you know, five days a week, you know, running. Um, they just need to, to move into it slowly, which is really good. And yeah, it's really great. Um, iPhones have like a little pedometer thing on them or a little active thing on them. And, um, I tend to check mine each day. So it's, I've been able to see my recovery from my foot from months ago where I was only able to do maybe 800 or 900 steps a day to now my goal is to get 5,000 or more a day if I can. Um, also being quite sedentary in some of my other role. Um, if I'm not client facing, spending a lot of time at the computer it's good to always get up every hour or so and make sure you do cut a few laps around the office or up and down the stairs love it install I'm always take the stairs install um, but it's just ways of incidentally increasing our exercise do you know what I reckon because I played in the over 40s footy this year um, the GCH put on and I think oh, yeah. I, haven't played, I haven't played since I was 16 yeah wow you know, and I'm much older than that now um <laughs> But I actually, 17 or 18, sure. Uh, uh, look, GCH has got rules in place about how much you can be to work there. Um, <laughs> well, lucky I, I'm still here then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I found, I reckon I found that I was, I thought I would, after playing football, I'd be just absolutely exhausted and I'd be walking around like a robot for a week. <laughs> yep. But I reckon walking up and down the stairs in stall and in our act, because, you know, we've got stairs in our office, um, every day, Plus, here at home, um, I reckon yep. that, that that was a reason that I pulled up okay. pretty, pretty well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think about that and I think it's such a little basic thing, you know, just instead of taking the lift install, going up the stairs a couple of times yeah. a day. Yeah, yep. And I didn't realise how many lots of stairs we had here. I'm discovering new sets of stairs when I see different people and uh, where they're based. And, yeah, no, it's really interesting to be able to do those um, stairs all the time. It's, it's like Hogwarts good. up there. It's um, <laughs> little, they're very little, rabbit warrenty. <laughs> little nooks and crannies everywhere. Yeah, it's um, amazing. How, how the numbers been? Are you getting getting uh, good good numbers to the groups? Yeah, so we have been really really surprised. We've had I've had um, over twenty registrations, and I've had our maximum group uh, one day we got to fifteen participants, which was pretty amazing. Um, but generally we sit around five, seven, ten, that sort of thing um, each week. And like I said, I've got some regulars that have been coming the whole time. Um, the only thing is, if it's wet, we don't walk. Um, today it's a wet day. I've and Crystal and I still went down there. Um, there was nobody that, that participated today, but Crystal and I had a couple of laps around the, the lake just making sure that nobody turned up without us there. Uh, but generally, the, the numbers have been really good. And it's only been going since uh start of September, is that right? I reckon 1st of August. Was it 1st of August? 
All right, it was yeah. the 1st of August we started it. Yeah, Tuesdays from the 1st of August, um, we sort of, yeah, started doing it. So it's only been we a couple of months. Yeah, we wanted to get past the real horrible winter sort of time. wasn't overly um, exciting getting out in stall in, in very cold mornings. But being 10 a.m., it's sort of a good time. You've sort of lost that real chilly, chilly time. And this morning, even though it wasn't actually raining at the time, um, it was it was just a really nice walk around there. Um, and, yeah, just waiting for people to, to show up. It was nice just to, to pop down and, and see if anybody turned up. So what are you seeing from the, the, the people who participate? You, have you already seen in this short period of time some improvement in uh, them physically and, and maybe even you know mentally and socially? Yeah, I have. Um, there's quite a few people that really look forward to coming down um, for both reasons. They they love to that they're sort of pushing themselves to do maybe one or two laps. Or I've heard some conversations between people going, "Oh, I didn't think I'd be able to do this amount of of laps," and and now they're sort of going, "Oh, I've done three. You know, I'm doing three laps now, and it's easy for me, which is fantastic." Um, and also that connectedness and that cup are afterwards. A lot of them are looking forward to having a chat with people after. Afterwards, which is really nice. Quite a lot of my participants um, or clients that come along are possibly living on their own, so they they may have um, you know some isolation um, issues. There's some lovely people that will pick others up as well and bring them down. They've become um, friendly or are friendly through other things, and they've thought, oh, such and such might like to come, and they've come along, which is lovely. So, with the step into self care group, which you mentioned is on at nine o'clock, Stone Neighbourhood House. Um, do people need to sign up for that? Is there any cost to that? No, there's no cost to that at all, Gareth. They can just come along. The only time it doesn't run is in the school holidays, so we tend to just stick with the um, the terms, school terms. Um, just at the moment, we're having a little bit of a rejig, making sure that there's things that people want uh, in it, being included in it. Um, and, yeah, no, just turn up to the Stall Neighbourhood House uh, on the Tuesday morning or if they want a little bit of information, they can pop into the Stall Neighbourhood House and have a chat to the coordinator there. Her name is Lou and she'd be happy to have a chat or they can contact my number through GCH. Yeah, five three five eight seven four double zero. That's our number here at GCH. Ask for yep. Carly. There is yep. a... One and only Carly in GCH. So you'll, oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm unique. I was going to say people <laughs> won't get steered astray, but oh, I don't know. Um, and, and you mentioned no as well, <laughs> there's, there's no cost for the walking group either. People can just rock up and, and join in. No, that's right. Absolutely. They just um, they just come along and join in. If they decide to have a couple afterwards, that's at their own cost. That's all. Yeah. And look, I, I'll say it'll be Good fun to go and have a chat with Carly and, and Crystal, even though Crystal hasn't come on my podcast. I'm, I'm a little, <laughs> little annoyed about that. She, she went on Letitia's podcast. She hasn't come on the flagship show yet, but that's okay. We'll get her. We'll get yeah, her. Yeah. Look, I should have brought her in today. She, she, I'm sure she would have loved to have had a chat. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's avoided me like the plague. Um, <laughs> I'm not uh, sure why. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's really pulling the curtain back here. Um, <laughs> Carly, is there anything else before we wrap this up that you, that you might like to mention or any messages you'd like to get out to people? Um, just if you have a chronic uh, disease, a chronic illness, and you would like some help around um, managing it lifestyle-wise, um, it's not medical at all. This is just making some goals 
putting some things in place. If referrals need to go in, I can assist with that. Um, come along to the walking group. You, um, if you're feeling uncomfortable about it, you can give me a call first and have a chat to me. Um, but basically, we meet at the Stella Young statue in Cato Park um, stall every um, Tuesday at 10 a.m. unless it's raining um, or the same with the, the Step Into Self-Care program. We also have another program called Active for Life and that's run by Sharon Courtney through Grampians Community Health as well. That's actually run through volunteers um, and is at the YMCA install. That is on a Monday, I believe, at 10 a.m. So that's something else we can sort of refer to too. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. If there, anybody wants any more information on how I could assist or coming along to the walking group or step into self-care, feel free to either contact me or, or um, the neighbourhood house. When you said still YMCA, is that the Leisure Centre? That is the Leisure Centre, yes. Yeah. My apologies, I've got it confused with Horsham because I'm mainly Horsham-based. Yeah, you know what, I did the same thing because it was the YMCA here in Ararat forever <laughs> when I was a kid growing <laughs> yeah. up, so yeah. I did the same thing. Um, Carly, the final question, uh, was this as, as, as scary as what you thought it was going to be? <laughs> it was terrifying. No, it wasn't. <laughs> No, it's pretty easy just having a conversation. So hopefully we've got the right information out there. <laughs> oh, look, I think you've done a great job and uh, I really appreciate it. I know you're very busy with the dual role, so I do appreciate Thank you giving us some time to come and have a chat on the podcast. Thank you. And if anybody's got um, referrals for Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies too, or if they want to know any more information about that, obviously contact um, myself through Grampians Community Health as well. No worries. Thanks, Carly. No worries. Thanks, Gareth. Thanks again, Carly, for coming on the Community is a Middle Name podcast. And don't forget, if you want to join in the walking group, Cato Park install, 10 o'clock, meet at the statue of Stella Young, go for a couple of uh, a couple of quick laps around Cato Park, go for a, a catch-up, go for a bit of socialising. It's a great way to go out and meet new people and uh, do a bit of something for your health as well. Uh, and it's a nice walk as well. So great for you mentally and physically. This is the Community is a Middle Name podcast, proudly brought to you by GCH, Grampians Community Health, and we offer a wide range of services right across the western and northern parts of this great state we call Victoria, serving the following local government areas, the West Wimmera Shire, Hindmarsh Shire, Yarriambiak Shire, Bull Oak Shire, Horsham Rural City, Northern Grampians Shire, Southern Grampians Shire, Ararat Rural City, Pyrenees Shire, and Central Goldfields Shire regions. Services available include alcohol and drug support, carer support, NDIS services including support coordination and plan management, aged care services including home care packages, case management, uh, counselling across a wide range of sectors, family violence services, uh, loads of stuff. Go to our website gch.org.au to find out more information. You can find all our services there, you can find out uh, the areas we cover and just little bits and pieces about GCH. Or you can follow us on our socials. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Health, and we are on Instagram and Snapchat as well, at GCH Grampians. So uh, give us a follow on there and see what's happening in the world of GCH. Don't forget, you can also drop in if you're in the area and uh, see us at our main offices, install Ararat and Horsham, or give us a call Monday to Friday, 53584 double zero business hours like i said monday to friday five three five eight seven four double zero the intro and outro music you heard 
in this podcast is an original composition by our very own Mr. Andrew Parsons. And we use that with his permission and give him our thanks. This podcast was recorded and produced on the traditional lands of the Jabberung people. And we pay respects to all elders, past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal people. And don't forget the GCH uh, Podcasting Network, which this show is a part of, also features the Our Community is Able podcast and the GCH Green podcast. And you can find our podcasts anywhere. That's good podcasts are found. I had a few people this week asking me where they can find it. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, here on Podbean, anywhere that you get your podcasts, you can find this one. That's uh, another episode in the books. It's uh, episode 61, like I said at the start of the show. It's, uh, it's, it's amazing to think the podcast is still going this long. So thank you everyone who supports not just this podcast, but all the podcasts in our network. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll be back very shortly with another episode uh, of the Community Is That Middle Name podcast. My name is Gareth Oliver, and on behalf of everyone here at GCH, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again very shortly. Uh, so long. <laughs>